0: Good morning, I'm Linda Crater and you're listening to Wise Health for Women Radio. We are really happy that you've joined us today because we're talking about something that is important to every person alive, but most especially women. And we're going to be talking about positive self-talk. Our guest today is Sandra Beck, a good friend of mine, fellow podcaster. And we have spent time talking about positive self-talk between us because it's so easy to let yourself get into negative habits and saying things. And both of us have improved in terms of not saying it, recognizing it in others, and knowing that our brain picks up on every single thing we tell ourselves. Vanda, welcome to Wise Health for Women Radio. Thank you, Linda. It's so nice to be here.
1: And it's one of my favorite topics because when I've had challenges in my life, the hardest challenges i've had are not only the thoughts that i have the words that i use but but how to think and stay motivated because honestly if i don't go to the gym in the morning it's not because my body refused it's because i thought about it and i made a decision and i i never realized how important our thinking our thoughts are until i learned how to do better and how to be better and that's what we're talking about today
0: talking about is so important. There's such a heavy mind-body connection and our brain hears every single thing we tell it. So if we are very hard on ourselves, it adds up. It actually puts brain furrows in that uh, negative thought track that you might have. And eventually it makes us unhealthy, lowers our immune system. It really has a lot of effects that people don't even think about. And you and I have talked about this at length personally, and we both know that we can now recognize it in other people too, when someone is being nasty to themselves and, and we might be saying something awful. So I stop myself now. Do you do the same thing? I try to,
1: I wouldn't say I'm great at it. I think it's like one of those things where it's a skill and you get better at it, but I think the biggest part of it is just realizing that you're doing it like catching yourself because I do think it's part of human nature. It's just kind of how we roll, but it doesn't mean we have to continue that way.
0: No, it doesn't. And it's also a form of automatic negative thinking. If we start to talk to ourselves that way and if we beat ourselves up with I always do that or I'm so stupid, those are really not healthy things to do. But it, it, it doesn't take that much to learn to stop yourself, to kind of erase it, and to recognize it. Once you pay attention, it's kind of like looking for red cars. You, you go to look for red cars and you can find them everywhere. Well, if you start to look for, all right, I'm going to be nice to myself. I'm going to talk nicely to others. I'm going to recognize it. You start to see it. Absolutely. Well, and well, especially if you
1: have kids, because kids will repeat, you know, what you say out loud, you know, our thoughts are, you know, our speech is reflective of our thoughts. And if I would say like, Oh, my gosh, I'm so dumb. I did this. Oh, my gosh, I'm so stupid. I did this. Then I noticed my kids were picking up that languaging, which yes. was probably from, you know, my brothers and sisters and my parents growing up. I mean, it probably goes back generations. But I wasn't even aware I would do that until I corrected my kids and said, Hey, don't call yourself dumb. How would you know? You know, you can't know what you don't know. And then I'm like, Oh, (laughs) you know, maybe that good (laughs) advice applies
0: to me. Well, don't you love it when the light bulb goes on? I mean, it's, it's really helpful when it finally goes on because when you do eliminate it out, it becomes a new habit. And so our brains, are thinking, my goodness, she's being really nice to me, but you will find you have greater energy, you're kinder, you're warmer. And I don't know about you, but I think that it's harder these days. There's a lot of negativity. There's a lot of uncivil behavior and talk. And so if we are modeling, not just for our children, but those who we are around, the positivity is contagious. So we can either affect someone or we can infect someone. So it's really very helpful to be aware of how we are thinking and talking to ourselves because no one talks to ourselves more than we do. Right. Right. And
1: sometimes, you know, I did this exercise one time a while ago with, I don't know, some, some group I was part of, and they're like, write down all the negative things that you say to yourself and i'm thinking well i don't do that like i you know i don't do that so the job you know the 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 um the the job was to take this notepad and every time you have a negative thought write it down and carry this notepad for the week and i'm thinking this is stupid haha there you go and then i'm like i filled up that first page, like the first day, it, I didn't even get out of the blocks. And I think that's the one thing that, you know, giving yourself a little system checks and balances to go, okay, I'm going to stop and write on my phone every time I have a negative thought about myself, or just a negative thought in general. And you'll be surprised. I really thought I was a super positive person. And I am on the outside. But on the
0: inside, I was like, wow, I have some work to do. I think we all have work to do. I think it's, it's human nature to not be happy when things don't go the way we thought they would go or to criticize ourselves when we knew we could have done better, even though your 98% is still an A. I think we often don't congratulate ourselves on the small wins and we don't recognize the progress that we're making. So small steps lead to a lot of great new progress for ourselves. Sandra, now is a great time to break in and thank our sponsor for today, theway.com. We're using Code Wise Health, which is W-I-S-E-H-E-A-L-T-H. And The Way is a wonderful detox clarifying shampoo that I am thrilled to have tried. Sometimes we need a, a refresh button, a, a hit to make things better. I've been very rough on my hair um, so far this year, awful. I have long hair, it's a pain to wash, and I've been throwing it into a messy bun and using dry shampoo for too many days in a row. And your hair is tough and it can take a lot, but it's never too late to hit the reset button. So when I found this shampoo, this detox clarifying shampoo, by way, I was thrilled because something I used to dread using something once a week to clean my scalp make everything feel clean and give it a reset my hair felt shiny my scalp felt clean and it felt like all that grunge that was stuck to my scalp was gone and the best part was it didn't dry out my hair at all it smells amazing and if you're in an area with hard water you know how shampoo can strip away moisture from your hair. And most of us don't need that because Frizz is not a good look on too many people. It is a a wonderful, subtle fragrance created by a celebrity hairstylist, Jen Atkin. And it's a socially connected hair care brand. It's important. So there's a whole entire collection. You might want to go to the website while we're talking about this. It's theway.com. T-H-E-O-U-A-I. And when you're ready to undo some damage, you know, hit the reset button with the way Detox Shampoo. Sam, how does that sound to you? Oh, I love it. You know, and I'm on their site. They have
1: a Melrose Place scent, which I can't wait to try out. <laughs> and they have new travel sizes. I mean, this is so exciting for me, you guys. Like, it is really pretty. Their packaging, you know how I love packaging. And packaging is clean and pretty. And I just, I just think it's a wonderful product. And I can't wait to try some of their other things. I look at their body cream. They've got some candles. I mean, there's so much to explore.
0: Seriously. Yeah. As you got to go to this site. So when you are ready to undo some damage, hit the reset button with the way detox shampoo and look at the other products. You go to the way.com that's T H E O U A I.com and use code wise health to get 15% off your entire purchase. That's the way theoua com code wise health. And for me, Sandra, this fits right in with our positive self-talk, our refreshes, and the way we're taking better care of ourselves. Wow, Linda,
1: I can't wait to check out more of those products. And, you know, when we're, we're talking about having these thoughts, What is a good thought? Is a good thought like, I can do this? Is it encouraging or is it a gentle thought that's like, you know, maybe you didn't say that the way you should, or maybe you shouldn't have done that, but it's okay. You know, when we talk about positive thoughts, what are they?
0: me, it's a thought that is kind. It has compassion. It has empathy to it because so often you hear about IQ, intellectual intelligence, But emotional intelligence has just as great, if not greater effect on our communication, our connection with people, our friends, our ability to share thoughts. And you know how you can stop a conversation cold with a label, a a word, um, even a tone of voice. And so I have a neighbor who has a tone of voice that sounds very brusque. And sometimes it will just stop me cold. And until I brought it to his attention, he wasn't aware that it was off-putting to people because it sounded negative. He didn't mean it negatively. But once you're aware, you can work on fixing it. Or if fixing isn't the thing that you want to do, you can just change it. And we do our best at the times that we do it. But these habits that you note, you said, writing it in a notebook or, or ticking it off on a page if you're sitting at a desk, I think it's an awareness. And self-awareness is something pretty rare these days. But when if you don't go within, you will go without. And so I think it's super important to be kind. So to me, a positive thought or a positive way of thinking has kindness or compassion. So we've been talking about journaling recently. And if I had something I said during the day or I, I worked on a project and it didn't quite go the way I wanted, I try and tell myself, you know, you made progress. You, you did, you know, three quarters of it right. You have room to improve, but that's okay because I'm a lifelong learner and I want to improve. So you, you ask me and I would say kindness, compassion, and especially empathy, which isn't easy for some people.
1: No. And it's, it's one of those things that we, we can do so good for other people, but not turn on ourselves. You know, Linda, if you and I made the same mistake, we've been friends for a long time. I would be all over you with love and compassion and kindness and forgiveness and understanding. But if it was left up to me, that same situation would be like, how could you do that? You should have known better. You did this, and then the past comes up. That's the one thing that, you know, our our little inner monkey, our chatterbox, that and that that stuff that comes up, have you noticed it's never good? It never is like, oh, you know, you're you made that mistake, you know, two years ago, you said the same thing, and now you're doing it again. But that's okay because I love you. No, that voice in your head is like, you dummy, how could you do that? You already did this once in one relationship now you're doing it again what is wrong with you like that's the voice in the head and you know that kindness and compassion we extend to others and this is where I think you know we've got to kind of slow down like slow our role and watch what we're feeding ourselves because when you look at a lot of social media even the funny stuff is super super critical you know the whole yes um environment these days is to criticize and to poke fun at and to blame and say you know this person is wrong and this person is you know an idiot or look how foolish this person is or why are these people wearing masks why are these people not wearing masks like take your pick vax anti-vax you know whatever your belief system is are being challenged all over from the supreme court to small uh, towns in their legislature and who can adopt and, you know, where state funds go to. So knowing that we have this whole
0: big breadth of opinions, you just exhausted me with that list of all the negative things. Right. I, I, yeah. I want to yeah. insert something though. I think that our brains are geared to look at the things we did badly. But yeah. If you can shift to looking at the things you did well you'll find that they vastly outnumber what you didn't do as well as you would have liked. And chances are good what you're criticizing, some people won't even have noticed that your tone was a little off or your word choice was harder than normal. I I think we are our worst critics and we don't need to be because if we take and celebrate the small wins, which we don't take time to do, we don't intentionally pause to take those small wins. We we're beating ourselves up. I've heard you sometimes talk about your spin class and you you're very exuberant that you've gotten through 45 minutes and you hit the incline and you did exactly what you wanted to do. And then sometimes one time I heard you say, but I should have gone for an hour. Yeah. And you know, that, that in itself is not negative. That's a nice thing that you have a goal to reach. On the other hand, look at you. You did 45 minutes of an amazing workout. But I, I think, again, we are our harshest critics and we kind to get out of our own
1: way well yeah you know you use this word over and over critic you know self-critic or yes you know like when i had that litany of things that was just you know what i saw this morning just turning on my computer and my phone without even trying and getting gas at the gas station that pervasiveness in our culture that is yes. to criticize everything criticize other people criticize and then never offer a solution like That's the thing. Like, you're right. When I was working out that day and I was so down on myself going, well, I only did 45 minutes. Who said I'm supposed to do an hour? Like, no one but me. I created this artificial standard. And what did I do?
0: Criticize myself. And I think we all do that. We do. I do the same exact thing. I I watch online um, Pilates and ballet bar classes. And I've done 400 or something, 414 at the moment, classes. And it's just something that is self-paced. But if I don't hit what I have set for my goal for the week, I feel as though I failed. And yet the reality is 414 30-minute classes is nothing to sniff at. So I think that what I've tried to do, and it's small and I have to keep practicing because I too need to do better at this, is to take a look at at the good things things that I've done and okay keep trying keep improving both of us are always going to be strivers and overachievers that's just the way we're built but it's okay to be kind
1: yeah it's okay to be kind and it's okay to you know that's the thing with so much of the tracking too like you know let's just talk fitness for a second here yes you know, fitness, my emotional fitness, my mental fitness often, you know, goes along with my physical fitness, but you know, I'm part of these different workout groups. Then I have my fitness watch and I'm looking at it right now going like, right. I've only (laughs) done, I've done 0% of my exercise. I've got 41% of my standing done. How about your hydration? Yeah. 25% of my move. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, lack, 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 you know? And it's, supposed to get you moving, and it will get me moving, but there is an element of it that can be defeating.
0: It can be, and remember, there's two motivating behaviors, fear and love, and so the fear of missing out, FOMO, uh, or fear of time lost, etc., whereas you know that you can make that time up. You will make that time up and it will happen. So I, I have been really working hard on me. I can tell you are working hard on you. And, and I'm helping other people. It's funny, they now notice it um, if it comes up. They're like, look, oh, I heard a negative thought come out of your mouth. And I laugh because you make accountability partners of your friends when you simply mention that this is something you're going to work on and will you help me with it? So I I tend to make it a a team effort as much as we're not around people as much anymore, but we are online or on the phone or in various means, even email. Uh, I actually don't write nasty emails about myself anymore. I won't make self-deprecating remarks because I just have learned to not do that. But writing gives you more time to ponder, but speaking takes a little more practice. To make yourself uh, frame it in a positive fashion, but it does wonderful things for your brain, your body, your immune system, and your psyche. Because I want to feel better about myself, don't you? Oh, absolutely. You know, and one of the things that my friend Vicki,
1: who's a wonderful therapist, taught me was she says we teach people how to treat us. Mm -hmm. and we teach people how to think about us so if i constantly say out loud like oh i made a mistake you know and this is stupid i can't believe i did that you know what a dummy i am you know that whole thing i've now just taught you linda to think about
0: me like that and right and more is caught than taught yeah so especially with our children and i've watched it with my grandchildren they pick up things i like a sponge picks up water. It's it's a little bit frightening. So you watch yourself even more when you're around little people. And I, I find that it's been a really big help in improving the, the self-care, the self-talk, the kindness. And again, treat yourself as you would treat a friend, as opposed to talking to yourself in a way that isn't as positive. We, um, We are our own best cheerleaders if we allow ourselves to do so. And I think that's a much better role. Um, I still remember the um, saddle shoes and bobby socks. (laughs) And I enjoyed that immensely as a young person because I lived in a small town and those sorts of things were still done. And I prefer as a visual to keep it positive, positive, cheerleading is a bit cliched, but it fits in this case. And so let's be positive with ourselves and with others, because it really does make a difference in how we feel about us and what we magnify, what we amplify and what we attract. So Sandra, thank you so much for being with me today and talking about this topic. It is a very important one and it matters to everyone. So To our listeners, take a look at the way that you're talking to yourself. Take away a message of you can improve it and that it will improve your health, well-being, your connections, your engagement with others, especially the way you relate to others. So, Sandra, thank you for being my friend, my smart, lovely, beautiful friend. And I am grateful for talking today about positive self-talk and positive thinking. Thank you, you're welcome.
1: And you know what, when we have to correct our friends, the wonderful gentle way to do it is to say, you know what, don't talk about my friend that way. Don't call her dumb. I love her. She's not dumb. That's a beautiful (laughs) way to correct someone someone corrected me that way. They said, Sandra, stop talking about my friend that way. I love my friend Sandra. And Uh, I thought it was such a beautiful way to let us all know to be kinder to ourselves in our own
0: speech and our own thoughts. Absolutely agree. Thank you for your wisdom today. A pleasure as always talking with you. All right. Have a great one. You too. Thank you for tuning in today. You can find more shows at wisehealthforwomenradio.com.